All right, man, here we are. Let's talk Battle Rap Podcast. My name is France on a nice Saturday afternoon, bringing to you guys a solo broadcast. I wanted to talk about the URL outside day one and day two card. Oh, shit, my man JB in the building. By the way, we are on caffeine, so I will be reading messages from the chat. Jay Bizzle in the motherfucking building, okay? Ah, man, JB, I wish you had just heard what I said five minutes prior to this, but I'm going to text it to you because you're going to like it. Um, so the director is in the building. Big salutes to him. And uh, URL outside day one and day two. Look, I, I wanted to do a nice little quick rant about this. I wanted to give my picks and also give the counter to all my arguments because I've always felt like in battle rap, like you make a pick and people don't like you to be on the fence. Like they want you to be definitive. And it's like, no, a, a match is booked because there's obviously a perception that there is an other alternate <laughs> ending to this battle besides the one that you project. And I can acknowledge that while also picking my side of the, the coin. Like, you know what I'm saying? So let's start with day one. Let me pull up the card right here in front of me too so we could have it all in front of us. All right, day one. Tay Rock. I'm oh, sorry, I stayed too. Tay, uh, <laughs> day one. New Jersey Twerk versus Next is the headliner for day one. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm happy Next is outside, man. You know, Next is somebody that I'm a fan of. Everybody called him a plant uh, about a year and a half ago. And I just want to take the time to read some of the battles on his resume. Elijah Strait, Balls of Bambino, Don Marino, uh, Funeral Fame. Rubando, I'm sorry. Where, where is the plant energy there? Like, <laughs> respect to all those names, you know what I'm saying? But like, where, what, 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 what in that list of names constitutes him to be a plant? Because like, those, those are those are solid opportunities for him to showcase himself. But those aren't even big plates. Yeah, he was on caffeine four times, but three out of the four times was in a tournament where he earned the right to advance. So I never understood the the, the Nexus a plant thing, and. He secretly and quietly got better over 2022. A lot of battles on smaller leagues. Dope battle with Hansel. Uh, great battle with Mac Myron. You know what I'm saying? He definitely was doing this thing under the radar. But I do think Twerk is too big of a leap for him. I know Twerk and Nexus is a battle that has been brainstormed for a while. Twerk likes the match. He's uh, He loves the fact that he motivates Nexus and they have similar rap styles. I don't think it's all the way similar, but I definitely see some – uh, key components that they both share and let's just let's just call for what it is right like what if twerk is on stop me if you heard that before but if twerk is on like he's very difficult to beat and he's been more consistent than now over his last five battles like good battle on light work with Orez, a win for him battle of the year with real sick and what's the best performer on civil war you know how hard it is to be the best performer on a url card that's not easy to do then obviously the luke castro abomination like I can still see his soul in that venue. <laughs> you know, then the judge win versus Snake Eyes. Like, the man's been a little bit more consistent than I think we give him credit, you know? So, I've had this talk with Twerk uh, because a lot of people in media have told him, like, if you just take Battle Rap Series for a year, there's no reason why you're not a contender for Cody. And when I had a talk with him at the outside event in December, Twerk said it, like, 2023, I'm going for it. Now, you know, we, we still it still needs to be seen. He needs to execute, needs to go for it. But if he's really buying into the concept of people are right, if I stop fucking around and, I, and I'm serious for a year, I could really show the world what I'm really capable of. And I, I'll be honest, I feel like this is much more of a test for next to see what his ceiling is like. Like I don't anticipate him to be twerk. 
But I, I want to see if he hangs in there, if he doesn't fold under pressure, if he can survive one of those really strong torque rounds and then try to either snatch momentum back or match the energy. Does he rebuttal? He's a really good freestyle. So could mid-round mid rebuttal too. So I want to see if he can just adapt in this plate as opposed to win. That's just me personally. And again, like, I, I think it's fair to say that. I mean, like, did you, did, did, did you hear the names I said? None of those are real tests like the torque battle. So, my man Freetown in the building was good, my brother. Next did his thing against Dot. Very impressive. Yes, yes, yes. Salute to Dot. And I say this respectfully because I do like Dot. Dot's a great individual. Dot ain't twerk, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Dot is not twerk. So, um, I'm looking forward to see what Next does for that. And Twerk's just been in a whole other bag. So, good luck. Uh, Miss Hustle versus My Verse. Okay, I know what you're thinking, right? Oh, My Verse is back on URL. She's getting a really big plate. Why isn't somebody else getting this? How can My Verse win? We haven't seen My Verse do it. Look, if you're going to pick against My Verse every single time because she doesn't have the sample size for you to feel confident in what her, her talents could do, you're always going to pick against her. You're always going to have her being the underdog. You're always going to have her losing. And I do think on a talent scale, like, can she compete with Miss Hustle? Anybody can compete with anybody any given Sunday, any given Saturday, I should say. It's going to be on Saturday, right? Any given day, anybody can compete. But as of right now, as currently constructed, I'm going to say this. Miss Hustle is arguably Wody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't have a ballot. I don't have a vote. So I can confidently say that it's going to be between her and Jazz. And there is a legitimate argument to be made for Hustle being the Wody over Jazz. So if somebody is like the MVP for the ladies right now, battling somebody that's still kind of getting their feet wet, you know what I'm saying? Because the Cheddar battle was cool. I thought my first beating Cheddar in Ohio was a dope thing. It was still a one-round battle. Uh, Cheddar's not that high level of a battler, respectfully. Uh, solid material. The Flames battle, you guys haven't seen it, so I don't want to give too much indication of it because I did see it live only one time. But my verse did definitely had a signature round in the battle. But she wasn't, in my opinion, able to overpower Flames in that room. And Flames doesn't have the presence or performance that Miss Hustle does. So, you know, if she kind of, I felt like she kind of had a bit of a tough time trying to overpower Flames. What you going to do with Hustle when Hustle's moving around, dancing around the stage, performing, punch the chain punching back to back to back? Like, it's a difficult assignment. And Miss Hustle's obviously um, been in a special bag in 2022. And I think it's going to carry over to 2023. Hey, listen, if you don't have hustle as your Wody, that ain't no problem. I'm just saying we're not going to act like it's not a conversation. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to, to not acknowledge that there is a genuine conversation between her and whoever may be the front runner, I think is it's irresponsible. You know what I'm saying? I feel that goaded. I feel that goaded. But, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we could keep it a buck, too, though. We could keep it a buck, too. But salute to both the ladies. I'm happy to see the ladies uh, get a plate on this card. We also got Clean versus Ace. Kitchen Clean versus Ace. Listen, Clean is off to a fantastic start with his new deal URL. He signed a two-year deal back in, what was it, October? It was announced. And uh, from October to now, man, his battle with Ease, love that performance. His battle with Stumbles, solid battle. It's looking like Clean is, like, wanting to stay consistent and wanting to really just, like, show the people that he's, like, really dedicated, you know? And I... You know, last year he had a pretty good year for um, 
good battle with Geechee, dope two on two with Mac Myron. I thought he lost to A-War clear, right? He wasn't clean, but he had good material. And I think it's funny because, like, he had his bars written in his hand against A-Ward. And he was like, listen, man, I'm trying. All right? I'm trying. Old clean wouldn't have even came with no raps. Me, I'm trying to memorize it. And it's just like, don't write your rounds on your hand. But he's kind of right, though. Like, this is actual effort <laughs> by his by his standards. So I kind of I kind of can see the genuine concern for him wanting to actually be consistent. And I, I, I admire that, but there's, there's really nothing that he does that's more creative, um, expansive, or like as detailed as Ace. And more importantly, Ace can do everything that Clean does as well. Ace can get charismatic. Ace can perform. Ace can be funny. You know what I'm saying? So Ace has all of his components and more, raps and punches more, rap, raps better and punches more. So I feel like Ace does have this in the bag, but make no mistake, Clean has the nostalgia factor. We all know nostalgia is a drug in battle rap. Freetown, I know you're in the building. Uh, you know what I'm saying? You know as well as I know Freetown. Nostalgia is one of the biggest drugs in lives in battle rap, okay? It doesn't take much for a vet to tap into an old peak of themselves to the public, and everybody is just enamored by it. So can nostalgia rock that room a little bit? It's possible. You know what I'm saying? It's certainly possible, but I'll say this much. When I go over Killian's resume, a lot of the people that I see him having these effective and, and, and um, impactful performances against are names like Ease, names like Stumbles. Respectfully, those names are not Ace, okay? You know what I'm saying? Much, much more lower names, uh, mid-tiers that haven't really been proven yet. Ace is proven, you know what I'm saying? Ace is definitely due for a run. I want to see Ace make a top 20 list this year. I want to see Ace be featured on some more cards. I want to see him make a gnome debut. So he still has a lot to accomplish in the league. He was off to a great start. Obviously, uh, life just gets in the way of certain things, but the talent is all the way there with Ace. So I feel like they both have a bigger agenda than this battle, but it's just about who executes that day. And I trust that Ace's talents will uh, prevail. <laughs> Go, this is nostalgia isn't real. It's a man-made term. <laughs> Make no mistake, Ace of Clean could sneakily be battle tonight. Very entertaining battle. Looking forward to it. Freetown says, I told Ace all he needs is three solid clean kills and he will get on home. Hey, man, I'm here for that. All right, we got Av. Av is back. I'll be back, Av. Versus Truefoe, the street poet. Man, uh... Av is a difficult assignment for anybody, so this is not a knock too true foe. This is just a testament to how fucking good Av is, okay? Let me just go on a quick little Av spiel. I hate when Av gets on these Twitter spaces with, like, Verb and Daylight and Hollow and all his peers, and they, like, downplay him. You know, you know, you know, Av's been on, like, four gnomes, right? You know, he's been on Summer Madness twice, right? You know, he's been on like three volumes, right? Like, you don't just make it to these cards and be this weird lackluster guy that you guys try to paint him to be. And maybe in your eyes, he's not marketable, but he markets. He has a caffeine show. He he puts in the effort to market, whether whether it's entertaining or it garners your attention, that's on you. But there is a conscious effort to push his brand. His manager, Kenny Kenny, shouts to Ling as well. Uh, I know, uh, Kenny's more involved as the, at this moment in time with uh, Av, but uh, they do a good job. They do a good job, and they'd be like, "Well, Av, you ain't got no kills." I'm sorry, at the, isn't Matt Hoffa a kill, a respectable kill on Summer Madness? 
isn't Arsenal a kill, a respectable kill on Nome? I've never understood this, 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 like where they downplay him. You know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, that's just my big spiel on Av. Av is um sounds like Av and Yoro work some things out, so we will be seeing him battle or either completing his obligations to complete his deal, whichever may be the case. He's battling in Virginia, not necessarily a home game. No fuck is still a couple hours away from where we're gonna be at, but he will definitely get some Virginia love in the building. And woo, Truefall as a street poet, like th- this is the perfect opportunity for you to do things that he can't do, right? Because I feel like the style that Truefall has, if you if you lean towards that tree, right? People that can really talk to you and paint these vivid pictures of of their life and and drop a nice metaphor in between, like that can defuse a pure puncher at times, no doubt about it. And what Truefall showed me from the Gichigati battle and the O-Red battle is that he can rise to the occasion when his back is against the wall. You know what I'm saying? The Gichigati battle, special opportunity. He had to defend his Midnight Madness belt, first round of the tournament, and he's battling the face of Caffeine, and he beat him by the Caffeine fan votes. Like, that's the best story I've heard in a long time. So that battle showed me that he can definitely rise to the occasion, has a higher ceiling to still tap into. Uh, the old red battle as well showed he did pretty well on the big stage against red battles debatable though. And uh, I wouldn't say there's still concerns with him being clean. I feel like he, he, he prioritizes the, the right matches to put his focus on to not stumbling and, and all that. But if it's, a, if you're skeptical about that, that's fine. I think it's a valid uh, reason to be skeptical. And this is just much more about what Av is as opposed to what Truffaut isn't. So, <laughs> shocker, I might be going with Av on this, but <sighs> do we want the do we want the upset, guys? Like, I, like I want to root for the upset, but like Av is really good. Av is Av is really really hard to beat. He's dangerous, man. It's the reason why Av is ranked top ten on the URL app for a reason, man. You know what I'm saying? The few people that beat Av are like DNA and Beat Out. Like and, and beat out off of his prime year, DNA and all time great. Like these Av doesn't lose battles like that. So nah man, I'm gonna go ahead and just uh and uh go with the safe bet here. I'm gonna go with Av. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you bet on true foe, go for it. I encourage that. I encourage it, but I'm going with Av. Can't wait to see that battle. All right, Fonz and Mac Myron. Fonz and Mac Myron. Mm, 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 mm. Let me read the chat first for this one. Fonz to one. Fonz to one. Classic sleeper battle. Jace Moe in the building. Writer at LTBR says Fonz is about to show some separation. Jace Kess says Ash shouldn't be top 10 on the app. Hey. I hear you. I hear you, Sketch. I hear you. Fonz, if he's clean, classic. Yeah, this is a tough battle um, for Mac Myron because, <laughs> you know, Mac has signed a two year deal. We got to break the story this week. Salute to URL for giving us that hat tip. And I was intrigued by Fonz and Mac Myron being the first battle of his deal because uh, that's a really that's a good test, you know what I'm saying, out the gate. That's a really good test out the gate. We got a little uh, Q&A with Mac Myron, so we should have a Mac Myron article dropping on the website sometime this week, detailing a little bit more about his deal, why he signed it, and some more 
um, stuff that he revealed about his thought process into committing to two years with URL. But nonetheless, I look at Mac Myron's past two years. He made a top 20 list for the first time in 2021. Fantastic run at King of the Dot. Uh, season one, some dope RB battles. 2020 was a real big breakout year for him. Obviously, he had the show-off battle. He had uh, the Big K battle. You know, he had some solid performances to show he could compete at a higher level. Um, things that stand out to me, though, is that when he came back to URL in 2019, he battled right on Ban. What was it? Ban Legacy 3. And this is a pedestrian performance. So, like, Mac Myron on a stage is not more proven than Fonz on the stage. And I know Fonz only been in two big instances in the stage, Danny Myers and Rum Nitty, but those battles are day and night. And one battle wasn't a good battle because Fonz said it. He kept the small room material for a big stage, thinking it would translate. I know, bueno. He learned from his mistakes, made the adjustments, and then has a battle of the year contender with Rum Nitty. Arguably, could, you can argue that he probably edged Rum Nitty second and third round. I'm, I'm not the only one that said it. People have said it. So to have a battle of the year with the best puncher, and you can argue that you edge a couple rounds against them after the phenomenal year you had as well. Dope you and five run a couple main events, you know what I'm saying? Really have beaten some solid names. This will probably be his second year being a top 10 guy, Cody. Like it's really hard to crack the top 10. And if you do it more than once in like a span of two, three years, like that shows how consistently good you are. Um, this is the this is like the epitome of a preference battle, says Moni. Well, I don't know. I don't know how much preference it would be because the only thing Mac Myron does that much different than Fonz is the jokes. But they're both pure punches at, 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 in essence. You know what I'm saying? So you will be able to actually match the content. Unless you're talking about Nitty and Fonz, I'm sorry. Um, but Fonz and Mac Myron, they're gonna have a good battle, but I've just I've just seen higher level performances. From Fonz, I've seen him be able to adapt more in a big room than Mac Myron. You know what I'm saying? So this is gonna set the tone for Mac's two-year deal. This is gonna this is gonna really define the level that we think that he's been at for a long time. Everybody's saying, "Oh, he's underrated. He's one of the best punchers. Why don't we talk about him more?" Well, you know, definitely had a great run at King of the Dots, some dope RBE battles, but. There's some there, there's there's some pedestrian performances in the middle of all that too. You know what I'm saying? A loss to Enes, uh, debatable loss to Next. I think it's a clear loss, but I'm gonna I'm gonna honor and acknowledge that it's debatable. This is just my opinion. But nonetheless, I um I'm going with Fonz. I'm going with Fonz. Train in the chat says if Mac leaves the mama jokes alone, he'll be okay. Yeah, I do think less. I don't think to not joke because joking is part of his, his skill set. I just think he needs to find the correct jokes and the correct timing for them so that he can use the, the humor to either diffuse fines or break up the monotony or revive the crowd a little bit, bring some, some positive energy, get some laughs going before you get to a nice haymaker. So he, he, he certainly equipped with everything. And this will, this is a perfect opportunity for fines to show some separation. And I feel like, you know, if if Fonz is really good and Mac rises to the occasion, I'm not mad at that. If if Fonz is like decent to good and Mac is like decent to good and they're like close, but the battle wasn't what I expected. I'm going to look at Fonz a little way like, hold on, Fonz. Like, you don't just you don't just have one of these great battles with Nitty. <laughs> and then Mac Myron comes and then all of a sudden it's a 180. So I'm, I'm looking I'm looking at Fonz here. I'm really looking at Fonz. And surprisingly enough. 
We did a Twitter poll on this battle. Fonz is the underdog. I couldn't believe it. I personally couldn't believe it. You know what I'm saying? I was shocked to see that. Maybe there is a large people that really feel like uh, Mac Myron is truly underrated and they've been dying to see him on URL when he signed this deal. Everybody's congratulating him, so they want to see what he's capable of. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but I do think Fonz is obviously the higher level guy. All right, Don Lady and Jade. Salute to Doc Petty. He's in the chat. I've seen his name pop up. I'm going to use his words for this. This is the most believable <laughs> battle on the card. All right. This is the most street battle on the card. The believability is through the roof between these two ladies. And again, once again, I'm happy that this uh, lady's getting plates on this card. It's dope. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Don Lady and Jay was supposed to go down on the female volume card back in December. It got rescheduled for now. And while Jade obviously has more content, more punches, uh, heavier hitting haymakers than Don Lady, Don Lady has what we call the nostalgia. Okay, the nostalgia effect. She has the presence. She has all the intangibles that I think Jade doesn't have. And she's missing the potency in her content that Jade does have. I've seen Jade in some good moments. I've also seen her in important battles where she doesn't execute the same capacity. And so I do feel like having that presence is, is it can overweigh some people with, with content for sure. You know what I'm saying? It really depends who you are. Uh, Don Lady obviously is beloved for that reason. And I'm going with Don just because I like the idea of her being able to use the intangibles to strategize her way into a win while Jay tries to like knock her head off, obviously punch, 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 punch away. But this is on a stage, right? 300 people in, in attendance. <laughs> uh, so Jay's delivery does need some improvement. The bars is there. There's no doubt about that. When the bars is there, all you got to do is figure out how to package it. Um, and I'm waiting to see how Jade packages it. And Don Lady knows how to package shit to the point where, like, she can sell salt to a slug. You feel me? So I'm going with Don Lady. So that's day one. That's day one in the books. Let's go to day two. Woo! Day two. Tay Rock versus Stumbles headlining day two. Do you guys know this is Stumbles' third main event on URL? Stumbles now has more headliners than Mike P, Easy to Block, Captain Loso. <laughs> Same amount of career headliners on URL as Shotgun Shug. Um, I can go on with this list. It's, it's, uh, it's a compelling list of names that he has more main events than already. Um, and for this to be his third main event in the span of a year, Clearly, whatever he showed against Real Sick was enough for everybody to be like, all right, I'm sold, done. I don't care if you choked every round. I I'm, I'm on the stumbles train. Let's get it. He showed flashes against Real Sick, had an aberration and a breakout performance against Snake Eyes, which at this point now has become an outlier more than a, def uh, a definitive uh, showcase of who he really is. Because the Shotgun Shook battle was a good performance, still wasn't cleaning it. The Kid Slay battle abomination you know what i'm saying just no bueno and the clean battle was a solid battle but i, I felt like the content wasn't as good as the other battle so <laughs> there's there's one good battle out of five with the rest showing a bunch of flashes and i don't know i don't know man uh if urban plaza didn't motivate you to be clean Maybe Tayrock will, but if Tayrock doesn't, then what does? You know what I'm saying? What does? Stumbles is one and four in his last five battles on the app. And while I do like Stumbles as a talent, I do like some of the things that he brings 
fundamentally, there's still a lot of issues with his game. Like, I, f- I just feel like he doesn't know when to implement um, his crowd controlling bars, uh, when to break up the, the haymakers, his delivery, his pacing, obviously being clean. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of fundamental aspects that he still needs to fix that I feel like he won't really get a hold of until he studies the game tapes more and is battling a little bit more. But content-wise, he's he can be explosive, and the people want to see him win. The people want to see him win. No doubt about that. You know what I'm saying? Justin says in the chat, Stumbles is the plant y'all think next is. Oof. Oof. That's a rough message. Um, This is now Tay Rock's 100,000th headline on URL. You know what I'm saying? Back-to-back headliners for him, Civil War, and uh, the outside car. Well, actually three. Uh, main events now because he did the outside against Snake Eyes. So, hat trick with main events for him. Salute to him for that. Um, another headliner to his legacy. Not necessarily a home game, neither. You know what I'm saying? He's not from Virginia, but again, DMV love. So, people will be there for Tay Rock for sure. And um, it's funny because Tay Rock described this battle as a grudge match. And I guess if arguing on Twitter spaces and having a dispute <laughs> plastered on a bunch of YouTube screen record channels is considered a grudge. In this era, that, that meets the criteria for a grudge, then sold. Give me the content. I'm here for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going with Tay Rock, though, for the consistency. Um, I would love to see if Stumbles just shows me a clean performance. Is it too much to ask for if I ask for two clean battles from Stumbles? Is it too much to ask for? I, I would hope not. I, I, I think it's real. Tata in the building. What up, gang? Gang, gang, gang is in the building. Um, so... Tay Rock really watched Kid Slade and Stumbles and said, give me both of them. Give me both of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I love that he's outside battling all the mid-tiers. I, I just I just personally wish there was a different selection of mid-tiers, okay? Like, I, I'm, I'm happy True Falls battling. Ah, that's a massive plate, but I wouldn't be mad at True Fall and Rock. I wouldn't be mad at Real Sick and Rock. You know what I'm saying? Uh, there's a couple other names out there that I would like to see Rock go against. This is, that's just my opinion. Maybe they're bigger battles. Maybe they're more caffeine-worthy uh, plates available. But nonetheless, you know, Stumbles being one in four and the sample size that he's, he's showcased. With three main events in that one in four, uh, it's hard for me to feel confident in his abilities to win this battle. But we will see, man. We will see. All right, what we got next on day two? We got Shotgun Shug versus Sheed Happens, man. This is a goodie. This is a goodie. I was not expecting this battle at all. I don't know. This is a battle I need and like, and here it is, man. What do you guys think of Shug and Sheed before I, I go into it? Battle of the Night, says Sketch. Sheed 30, Big Maryland, says Marquise. The most and maybe competitive battle. Go to says Sheed 2-1. This is a fire battle. She two one, she thirty, but that may seem that may, but that room may be biased, says Justin. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, look. She is a tremendous performer. He's really unlocked parts of his game this year, and his style that was once an acquired taste is now completely digestible. And in fact, not just digestible, but now it's anticipated. People know exactly what they're going to get from Sheed. High, interval of ener- high intervals of energy, performance. He can create moments. He has a good pencil. He has layered writing. He can be explosive and electric. 
all key components for being successful on a stage. And yet, he hasn't necessarily stood in front of someone that I feel could carry and exceed him and all those attributes, right? Obviously, you could say, well, all the things you just said to describe him, doesn't that apply to Kid Chaos? And I feel like the Chaos battle was a mirror match because we both knew we would get intricate writing alongside performance. Sugar doesn't have to be layered, okay? Sugar's explosive, commanding, and can obviously, you could say he could perform better than Sheed. At the very least, he has much more performance moves and special moves to use than Sheed. So he can also bark back. Like, I haven't seen anybody really bark at Sheed. Not JC, not Foe, not Nun-Nun. You know what I'm saying? And I guess you probably put to Miss Hustle. Say, well, doesn't Miss Hustle do those things too? Yeah, it's a light work. I'm sorry. It was a light work. It wasn't in front of a crowd. It's a whole different dynamic. I don't think that battle fits the sample size here, you know? And while I do feel like Shook has a lot of things that could, like, separate the curve between the two of them, I will say, though, Sheed is a better opponent than Shook's last five opponents on URL. He just is. He just is. Or last six, because the question Cody battle hasn't dropped. So Shook's last six battles, drugs, Stumbles, Chess, Quest McCody, A-Verb, and Danger Zone, okay? Uh, she is performing at a higher level than all those guys. She is, she is better than Drugs right now. She is better than Stumbles. She's probably not a better battler than Chess, but that night, everybody was better than Chess, right? Chess was just an abomination from Chess. Cool. We can move on. Uh, A-Verb, while he was really good in that volume battle, she is still, in my opinion, writing and performing at a higher level than Verb. And oddly enough, Danger Zone might have been the weakest opponent in that stretch. So, oh, brother, here we go in the chat. Says she is not better than Stumbles. Oh, oh brother. So this is what I'll be talking about, man. Again, and, and I don't think that he's better than Chess, but that night, anybody could have been better than Chess. You feel me? So, the point I'm getting at is she is going to be a much more difficult assignment than any of the last five, six names that Sugar stood in front of. You feel me? Um, so I'm going with Sheed. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Sugar tries to carry over his momentum and to say, hey, the champion of the year panel ain't happened yet. Let me make another statement with this performance. Huh? Okay. Huh? But again, uh, all those guys I just named, like Danger Zone isn't a performer. Drugs hasn't really captivated on the stage. Stumbles is still figuring it out. Chess fundamentally could not get anything out <laughs> that night. You know what I'm saying? Sheed is not going to fold like any of those guys. Sheed is taking a leap this year. I feel like he improves every single time I see him touch the stage. He had arguably a battle of the year with Chaos, battle of the night. You know what I'm saying? He could have almost made it to the finals. I know my person has Sheed beating JC despite the judges, so I respect the judge vote. And he had an all URL round. He had multiple candidates for the all URL round. Any of his true four rounds could have made this list. Any of his JC rounds could have made this list. Some people say a second round for chaos could have made this list. So if you're constantly having a signature round, a signature performance of the night, like that's showing me elevation. And he's exactly heading in the direction he's supposed to be headed in. All right. We got Danny Myers versus J2. This was interesting. So we've seen she like five times. Oh man. Oh man. Listen, man. I, I'm gonna just address this message. <laughs> if you put Sheed in Irvin Plaza in place of Stumbles, he would not have that performance. Okay. He would not have that kind of performance that Stumbles had in New York. All right. Case closed. All right. 
Danny Myers versus J2. This is actually a rematch. This this battle actually went down on uh, Lee on Flint, right? The league that had the N-word versus B-word card. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't want to say it out loud. It's too explicit, but shout out to them. Uh, the first time they battled, three-round battle, by the way. It was a solid back and forth. J2 showed he'd be competitive, had a lot of aggression. Danny Myers obviously stood, to, stood and went to distance with J2, and I thought he won the battle the first time. But more intriguingly, you guys realize this is Danny Myers' fifth rematch in the last eight months? He rematched Rum Nitty, rematched Tink the Demon on light work, also rematched Ace Amin on light work, rematched Cortez in a one-rounder, and now he's going to rematch J2. I'm intrigued by that. And you would think off the gate, like, oh, he does great in rematches. Well, hold on. Slow down for a second. Because I don't think the Rum battle, in my opinion, in my opinion, I don't think it's debatable. I thought he lost to Rum. That's just me, right? Respectfully. Did good, though. No doubt about that. Um, he lost a Tink battle to the fan vote on, on Caffeine. Uh, beat Ace Amin by the fan vote on Caffeine. Beat Cortez in a one-rounder. So I guess the sample size so far in the rematches doesn't show that he's dominant as somebody that's also rematching his opponents. But this is what interests me the most. Danny Myers in January. Yes, we got a message in the chat. It says Danny in January. Let me read to you guys Danny Myers' uh, last six Januaries, right? So in 2022, obviously, we know the Tay Rock battle happened. Battle of the Year contender. You guys loved it. Um, the year before that was the Drugs battle. Third round, all you all round, fantastic round against Drugs, right? The year before that was the Mike P battle. Although Mike P was the story in that battle, people still argue Danny won rounds one and three, and Danny was still amazing in the battle. No doubt about that, right? 2019, he has the Bankhead battle. That was a dope battle. High energy, you know what I'm saying? But the year before that, 2018, his January, he battled Coffee Brown. That was also a good intergender battle. God damn, he's talking to Coffee Brown crazy. Then the year before that, 2017, he battled Steams in January on Born Legacy uh, 4, was it? Born Legacy 4, I believe. Crazy battle against Steams. He got crazy against Steams. And then the year before that, he battled Charlie Clips, I believe, on Black Ice Cartel, 2016 in January. So the last seven Januaries, there's something about Danny Myers in that month that's just revitalized, recharged, and the trend of his high performances in January is the most confident bet in this battle for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, Danny's, la Danny's last damn near battle every 2023. Whoever did the meme comparing Westbrook to Danny was genius. That, that was us, Mo. That was us. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely us. But I want to say to J2, though, J2's point in this battle J2, to me, has shown a lot of improvements, uh, but mostly away from URL. His Prestavia battle, one of the biggest highlights that I feel like we didn't talk a lot about over the year, that showed me he can, like, adapt on the stage. It was a big win for him. He was an underdog going into the battle. For context, Prestavia was definitely a bit fatigued from UM5, but no excuses nonetheless. J2 showed he can rise to the occasion. And he has some good battles over at Bags and Bodies. He beat Mac Myron. He has a couple of performances that we haven't seen yet on bags and bodies and um he definitely leveled up but i will say i hold a little reservation to those bags and body performances mainly because they're all in a room full of rappers right and you know how i feel about these rapper rooms like i feel like everything lands in those rooms <laughs> and you're not rapping to consumers or fans in that room and sometimes those those rooms don't even be live so you not you don't get the chance to watch it in real time you have to watch it afterwards and you probably feel completely different 
about how the people feel about it in that room. <laughs> so sometimes I do feel like those battles can hinder you down the line when you're actually battling in front of a crowd or you're on the road. Um, and J2 has shown to be a fierce competitor, but Danny's just too relentless. I'm going with Danny Myers. Jamel says, Danny gets gassed. Look at the fucking battle for reference. I, I think that battle's more of an indictment on Fonz than Danny, uh, to the message in the chat, I will say. All right. You know, it wouldn't be a URL app event if we don't get a two-on-two -two battle, a random two-on-two -two battle. And uh, not so random, though. So Flair and Foots obviously have teamed up before in the past, and they have a fuck ton of chemistry. But they'll be faced up against Chef Trez and Nun Nun. Oh, boy. I still just went to the chat first, actually. <laughs> Phil for the Rex says, I got Trez and Nun Nun. Uh, I see a Saflair and Foots 30. Saflair and Foots clear 30. Wow. Okay, look. Moni says 30 as well. Listen, man. Chef Trez and Nun Nun on Civil War 3, their battle was the lowest reactive battle of the card, right? Had the lowest reactions. Um, you heard Aver rant about it, saying it was the worst battle of the weekend. It's kind of harsh, um, but it's, it's hard to argue that point. And, you know, the last time they shared the stage, they kind of put on the snooze fest, respectfully. And now they get to share the stage again as a duo. Uh, uh, is there a chance that they can exceed the low threshold of that battle? Definitely. You know what I'm saying? They can easily be better than whatever they put together last time. And maybe they can do this weird fusion dance where... They do this like crazy kind of rebuttal where Chef Tress sets it up, none none finishes it, and then they do it again for two or three times, and they do like a, a joint venture, three of them things, and it's like Jada Kiss and Styles P format. Like maybe that can work, you know what I'm saying? For like the beginning of the round, but so Flair and Foots, like they're just too explosive. They're really talented. They're really good. They're monsters. They're really monsters. You know what I'm saying? They are monsters. In fact, I feel like a lot of people in the league are looking at them and they're like, ooh, I don't know if I want those problems with those guys, respectfully, because, like, they're on the radar, okay? They are on the radar of a lot of top tiers and mid-tiers. URL, I'll never forget this. When I was watching So Flair and Foots in the volume room, URL staff is, like, looking at them like, with dollar signs in their eyes, like, oh, my God, we have, like, the most tantalizing talents on a rookie contract. This is great. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And one thing I do like about Saflair and Foots both being teamed up as opposed to having individual matches is they get the opportunity to simultaneously rise their stock together so they still get to proceed for the next battle with, like, a similar level of, like, cachet. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, Foots got the better end of uh, Saflair in the, in the volume battle, but it's still a great battle. I just watched it back just the other night and I'm just like, these guys are really fucking good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So um, I, I like that they both get a chance to simultaneously rise um, their stocks together. You know what I'm saying? And all it takes for them to, all it takes is one explosive round where they just bomb on Chef Trez and none, none. Bomb on them, okay? Bomb. I've seen some comments from Nun Nun saying he wants to retire from Battle Rapper. He's not really happy with the way fans are viewing him. And I can empathize with that. It's not easy to be in this game, especially when people are consistently criticizing you to the to the magnitude that they are. No doubt about that. But 
it's the energy for me, man. So flare and foots have so much energy and creativity, young legs just ready to just, just conquer this battle rap world. And Chef Trez is real, just like laid back in his electric slide. You know what I'm saying? Got the got the auto auto drive going. Like he's just he's just he's just chilling. You know what I'm saying? He's just chilling. And Nunnan's a little overworked. But I did see Nunnan at Bags and Bodies last weekend. So he's in Atlanta. There's a chance that Nunnan and Chef Trez are linking up and uh, you know, getting things together, getting their chemistry going, trying to get right for this battle. I'll say this much. Good luck. <laughs> You're dealing with, and I would say that to anybody battling some flare and foot. It's not just none, none, and Trez. Obviously, I, I wasn't that fond of their battle, but so flare and foots are just monsters right now. So stay clear. Cortez and Swervo. I like this battle. I'm a Swervo fan. I think Swervo is definitely one of the more tantalizing and explosive talents from UM4. Haven't really seen him showcase himself that much outside of what we've seen from like OSBL. Uh, obviously, battle Zeke on OSBL, had a two on two. Battle so flair on their rookies versus vets theme card. That was dope. Uh, wordplay the menace, right? Rada. So he's had some dope battles out there. Um, but this isn't that. This isn't OSBL. This is this is URL right now. And from his last year on URL, the Rubando battle, solid battle. He's showing some some improvements to his writing structure. I liked it. The court, the, I'm sorry, the Tay Rock battle. What the Tay Rock battle at least showed me is that he can create a moment, right? Like when if he puts all his energy into a round, he can find a way to like leave an impressing, an impressing bar that like, oh, I'm gonna remember that. So whenever I think about Swervo versus Rock, I'm gonna think about, you know, like uh, I couldn't watch my brother go, but I heard him leave. You know what I'm saying? I'm always gonna think about that bar. Um, although again, it was a light work, so a light work battle as opposed to a battle on a stage, two different battles. Can't necessarily use that sample size too much. I don't know, I don't know. How much more improvements did the rock battle do for him? But Cortez is at the very least a respectable vet. I know some people in this chat, I'm reading the chat right now. Y'all yeah, not Cortez fans. I get it. I get it. I am, though. And I have respect for him. He is a solid test for anybody coming into the league. He is a great uh, mark to see what somebody's ceiling is like. So if we think Sorvo is this tantalizing and explosive talent, he, this is a test that he should be able to pass, right? But Cortez has obviously been here before. He's been a gatekeeper. He's definitely... Uh, had people knock on the door and he slammed the door right front and shut in. So uh, if I've been going with experience this entire time, I got to keep the same energy, right? I'm going with experience again. I'm going with Cortez, no doubt about that. But I want to see what Swervo proves to me. I could definitely see Swervo winning this battle. That's all it is. You know what I mean? So, and then uh, I guess we got one more battle. <laughs> Last but not least, Snake Eyes versus Anderson Burrs. Now, I have a conspiracy. This is this this may not be true. This may not render to be the truth. So please don't run with it. Don't aggregate me. Don't act like I'm reporting this. This is just me putting my conspiracy tinfoil hat on. I feel like all of the mid-tiers that have been battling rock on URL have like they need to do like a two-battle like sign up. Like, all right, we're gonna give you rock, but the next battle, you gotta look out for us. And I think that makes sense because, like, you don't want somebody to battle rock and then their head blows up and they're like, well, I ain't taking that battle. I'm above that battle. It's like, no, 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 we're going to give you rock. We're going to look out for you and give you rock. But then you got to look out for us and do this. I, I think that's what's going on. This is just my conspiracy. Um, but nonetheless, wow, what a style matchup. 
<laughs> Let's read the chat before I get into it. Golda says, Anderson cleared 30. Rock to Anderson is wild. Anderson might whoop his ass as Jamal. Um, I see a recycling emoji in here. They need a face-off. This is a promo battle. Anderson 2-1. One thing about Snake Eyes, man, his ability to market and promo himself gets him in the door where and gets him to places that talent doesn't get you alone at. You know what I'm saying? That's why you're always going to see him involved in these kind of cards that like garner a lot of attention, have a lot of energy. He brings the energy. Okay. So I respect that about snake eyes and his second, um, his 2022, obviously easily could have had two battles. They could have been battle of the year contenders against torque and against bad news. Asterisk on the bad news battle, because we, we, we seen what happened after a couple of weeks, he got away with it, but he didn't get away with it. But nonetheless, for you to be able to put on that caliber of performance, even though those are judge losses, I, I do think there is uh, there's some level up. There's some more confidence in this game. I thought the Tayrock battle was a bit competitive, despite who I have winning the battle. Um, and more importantly, Snake Eyes gets to experiment with his style a little bit. He gets to get creative. You know what I'm saying? I think about shots to the Harlem legend T-Rex. When he uh, battled Awkward in grind time, it's a throwback. If you haven't watched that, Go ahead and give that a watch. T-Rex versus Awkward, 2010. T-Rex goes to Oakland. And in his first round, pulls out a Kango hat. <laughs> Where's the Kango hat? And then starts to impersonate Awkwards. And it was like the most diffusing thing ever. And it was the first time we ever seen Rex do something like out of the box. You know what I'm saying? So I think when people aren't used to getting out of the box or creative and they finally do it, it could be very effective, so I would love to see what Snake Eyes does to try to counter all the things that Anderson has because stylistically, Anderson is a bad matchup for him. Anderson is funny. Anderson has angles. He has a plethora of things to pick apart, okay? He can promo just as well as you can promo, if, if not arguably better because he can create all these crazy videos, all right? Um, but the sample size as far as Anderson's work in this catalog isn't necessarily there to show me that he can compete at a high level. Not yet, at least, right? And everybody can point to the dot battle. I do think the dot battle has some has some flashes. He had like this weird AMG mode in the dot battle. Hold on, let me play this clip, y'all. against the wall like a class free mount could have got you stretched before the fight gone the athlete route my boys still be masked up when there's a vaccine my gun won't fit in the car unless the i even got guns in the hotel don't ask me how different models on the sofa like a you put determination over trust we know what that means now but you can catch a bullet over words just for acting foul he's like bullet over words what does that mean <laughs> I like that. I like that. I like that segment from 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 Anderson, man. I really did. I thought that was his best showcase rapping wise. Um, you got in a little AMG bag, a great value AMG. Um, so is that enough to say is going to beat Snake Eyes? Uh, I, I respect what Snake Eyes has done over the last year and some change. And I would feel like he understands the assignment and was able to obviously connect more than Anderson. It's also on the stage which makes me skeptical because I think Snake Eyes is better in a small room than he is on a stage. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So this, I don't know what is, I don't know what is URL's long-term plan with Anderson, but short-term, he's a matchup nightmare for somebody like Snake Eyes. Uh, but I'm going to go with Snake Eyes just because I do feel like he, 
he has a chance to match that creativity and it's more unexpected. So it could be, could render some success. Um, he raps better than, than Anderson. Obviously there's a chance Anderson stuff could fall flat. I, I just trust what I've seen from Snake Eyes' catalog more. And if I'm going with consistency and the sample size or who you are right now, more importantly, like I, I'm going to favor Snake Eyes in this opportunity. But make no mistake, make no mistake, <laughs> this is a tough battle for Snake. This is a very tough battle for Snake. You know what I'm saying? Justin says it's the first time France didn't pick the white boy. Hey, man, listen. I am an Anderson Burris fan, but, you know, beating Swave and Dot, I need a little bit more than that. I need a little bit more to work with in that, Anderson, all right? You got to give me something. If Anderson gives me something here, I got something to work with for the future. You know what I'm saying? Um, because you put Don a highlight reel, but shit, name me somebody who doesn't. So that's, the, that's my thoughts on uh, outside day one and day two. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate everybody for tuning in with us. We got some special work coming <laughs> to chat. Yo, you got to relax in the chat. <laughs> um, we got some special work coming up for you guys this week. Obviously, we got a Mac Myron piece detailing his his deal. We had a, I got a chance to talk to Mac Myron. So be on the lookout for that. And the team has collaborated. Me, Moni, Jay Smo, and Q have all come together to create a narrative piece. Right? We're going to talk about all the narratives on, on the URL outside card. It's 13 battles. Oh, my God. I forgot a battle. T-Top versus Real Name Brandon. How could I forget that? Wow. Um, it got added to the card last minute. Real Name Brandon, the UM4 champ. Uh, while he did have a you know respectable run on UM4, or I, I should at least say respectable finals appearance, because what he did on Summer Madness 11 was good. No doubt about that. Once you've raised his competition level, he just hasn't he hasn't he hasn't shown it. <laughs> he hasn't shown it. <laughs> you got to chill out, Goda. You got to chill out. The Suge battle, you know, it's a solid performance. I still got Suge winning that battle uh, decisively, clearly, in my opinion, respectfully. Uh, the Rum Nitty battle, for God's sakes, like battling Rum Nitty in a two-minute and 30-second one-rounder, that's that's an assignment of hell. Like, Rum Nitty put that man in, in the torture chamber, and so did Saint. Okay, and Sane isn't a vet, but he's more experienced and has done more than Brandon. And uh, Fonz put him in the dungeon chamber too, man. Like a lot of guys have put this guy in the highlight reel outside of UM4. And so there is a valid concern. Like, can Brandon really compete at a high level? Mm, I don't know. I remember this message from Justin says, UM4 was the easiest tournament to win in out of all the tournaments. Now, Justin, like, I don't disagree that the degree of difficulty of UM4 ranks the lowest. I can honestly say I do respect what he did at Summer Madness, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, you have to buy a week against Piranha, and if that didn't happen, everything changes. Everything could have possibly changed. Let me make sure I'll be correct about that. And um, what he did against MVP was was good, man. He was good. He was good at Summer Madness. No doubt about that. You know what I'm saying? But then again, he's battling T-Top. T-Top is good, guys. T-Top is one of the forefronts of this league, and every time he gets the opportunity to give somebody a shot, he he handles business. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He handles business. No doubt about that. Perk, you have to relax. I'm not even going to read that message. You guys get crazy in here. So, Ronan Brandon, I hope to see you level up. 
you know, I did see moments in some of these performances that I have you losing and to show me something that's worthy. You know what I'm saying? Like the nitty battle, he sped up his cadence and got to the punch faster. I, I noted that. Um, in the Saint battle, although he choked and lost in it, he had some he had some hard hitting bars, no doubt. The Saint Nicholas bar he had for Saint, fire, super fire. And against Fonz, uh, he had some moments as well. I don't know, man. I don't know. This is just a hard assignment, and the sample size isn't favorable to you, so I don't have much to go off of for trust. You know, what I'm saying maybe if he showed me a little bit more in these last three battles or all these battles with people that are of a higher status was debatable or he had a good showing against them. I would feel confident in his ability to, to, you know, to, to impose his presence and be thunderous on that stage. But I'm going with T-Top. <laughs> oh man, justice, man. Take it easy, man. Take it easy. All right. So like I was Let's talk battleup.com. We got the narrative piece coming out for outside where we talk about all 13 battles and give a nice little narrative storyline. Each one is going to be real brief, a couple paragraphs per battle. Enjoy that. You know what I'm saying? And then me and Moni, me and Monisha will be in the building Saturday and Sunday. So we will recap those for you. Article, caffeine shows, uh, on the field interviews. We're doing all that. You know what I'm saying? We're doing all of that and more. So Follow us everywhere else to be our podcast. Let's talk battlerap.com. I can't wait to give you guys the updates for URL outside day one and two. We got 13 battles, man. Something's gonna go left. Something is gonna go left. It's gonna be some upsets. The streets need a body worth the DNA. Uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Something something's gonna go down. I always love it because battle rap is so goddamn unpredictable that everything I could have just said to you guys the last 40 minutes. None of it could have mattered. None of it could have mattered because something's going to go completely left. And stay tuned. All right. Let's stop this recording here. And, of course, as always, let's talk about up.com. <laughs>